about watching that television show I taped yesterday? Hey Manny, uh, I got a song I'd like to sing for you. Uh, okay, I'm interested. Uh, what, yeah. do, what do we got? Okay. Almost heaven, Macross City, little white dragon that park with the yellow robot. Life is new there, newer than Zentradi, younger than the engines which Blow off like a breeze Cause of that no gravities Virgin Road Take me home To the place I belong Macross City Robotech Masek Take me home Virgin Road What? What do you what do you think? Wow, I mean you, 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 like you, you seem you seem better than <laughs> Robotech Minmay, I'll tell you that. <laughs> wow, and welcome to another exciting episode of Do You Remember Robotech episode twenty-five, one quarter of a hundred. I hope we both live to be one hundred years old. We being me, Shane, and my good friend Manny. Hi, I'm Manny. It's Manny. How how are you doing? What's up? Uh, not much. I just I'm I'm wishing I had a, a, a macros shaped cake that I could get a slice out of. You know that macros cake is so big that is so <laughs> amazing that would if if only the cake boss would put himself up to the ultimate challenge. Uh, how much how much do you think that cake cost? Like how to, many macros dollars to make? That's that's a macros million right there. Oh that's, yeah, that's a lot. That's Min May star power putting everything you got into that cake. That's <laughs> It is also, as someone who's seen some some cake boss in this time, that is so much fondant. That is ninety nine percent fondant in that in that cake for it to be structured like that. Oh man, uh, I don't want to hear that. Uh, I, I I remember the day I taught you about fondant. It's a treasured memory, and you were like, "Wow, that sounds gross." I'm like, "Yep, it is." Uh, I I don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about it. Okay, sorry. I you know it's it's. They're out there on the Macross making their own unique arcade games. Maybe they found a better solution than Fondant up there. There's clearly some cultural geniuses. Yeah, that's what Robo Technology is right there. <laughs> I want, if only. If only Robo Technology had the ability to, to remove Fondant's small cakes. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. This, this episode freaking rocks. It is great. I was uh, smiling ear to ear, cheek to cheek. All of my body parts were touching each other for, for uh, it, it is a it is a roller coaster ride. This yeah. It's great. Uh and, and speaking of roller coaster rides, uh since I guess we just did it last time and I think you've watched more, uh, how's uh, how's Gundam Seed going? Uh I can't remember what episode I was on last time, but now I have uh tried several times to watch more and failed. Yeah. 
I mean, what's kind of cool is that nothing continues to happen, you know? So even if you watch more or less, it doesn't really matter. Oh, okay. Uh, You know, in fact, I had completely forgotten that I was watching Gundam Seed until you just reminded me. I'm sorry. That was bad. A couple of days. So that was rude. So now I'm going to have that desire to, to fulfill my promise to myself to watch Gundam Seed. No. They're they're waiting for you to do the Seed Freedom U.S. release date. They keep waiting to see if you've seen all of all of Gundam Seed, and they're like, "No, we got to hold it. We got to keep holding it until he's ready." Yeah, no, I've got like Bandai here on the line here. They just keep asking, <laughs> "Are you done? Are you done?" Uh, did, I, did I tell you I saw like a full uh, like Gundam versus cabinet like in in person? Uh, is 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 that like those two person cabinets that are? No, it's a four person cabinet. Four, four person cabinets that yeah, work together. Two v two. That's no joke, man. Yeah, it's cool. I is a, my local arcade got one in a few months ago, and I saw it. And the, uh, the person I was there with was not really into it at all. But it, you can't really play the game by yourself. But uh, very cool. Do you remember specifically which kind of versus game it was? I think I no, just because those names are outrageous. Yes, yeah. uh, and they're just too similar to each other. They need to do something. Put, in, put slap a number on those things. Come on. Yeah, I mean they got the. They just add more mobile suits each time. They, I, I remember it is very funny seeing like the mobile suit from like Gundam Seed, what, fucking Stargazer or whatever. And be like, oh, I know that. That's the Gundam Seed Stargazer mobile suit, which I gotta say, pretty cool mobile suit. Have you? Okay. Ever, do you know what that one looks like? No, uh, I know there's one that looks like a Zoids. It is not a Zoids. Okay. Uh, the the Zoid the Zoids one's cool though. That's just the 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 dog wolf one. Where's that from? Uh, that's that's just from Gundam Seed regular. Oh, okay. So I, yeah, I'm looking. I'm, I have something to look forward to. Yeah, yeah. Look, look up, uh, look up the Stargazer Gundam. Give me, tell me what you think about it. Uh, right now, this, at yeah, this moment, sure, sure. It's just just a little, just a little guy. Okay, little star. Uh, oh, it's got like a little hula hoop behind him. Yeah, it's got a little hula hoop behind him for hula hooping. Nice. I want to see him shake those hips. <laughs> Stargazer from Star Trek The Next Generation. Ooh. Iconic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I do like the possibly, though. Yeah. Anyway, let's get into the first cool segment of the day. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, you've all been waiting for it. It is Standing Ovation, the only segment where you can sit, but also you can stand. For all the other segments, he has to do one or the other. And I'm not going to tell you which, but you got to do it. For this one, you can do either way. And uh, ovation. What is the ovate? Is that, how you, is that how you say that? Yeah. Yeah. Ovating like, hey, is <laughs> mandatory here. You got to ovate. I like the idea of like one clap being called an ovate. Oh, that, like, does, a, sound, that does sound fancy. A small little ovate for you. wonder if that came uh, from the mic. That, that's that's a clap, you know, with, uh, with the, <laughs> uh, the fancy white gloves, the dueling gloves. <laughs> and you have to have your pinkies extended. <laughs> anyway, we got a great stand this time around. Please scroll down, Manny and audience. Uh, you guess you, I'll probably also hopefully remember to put Stargazer Gundam in there for whatever reason uh, in the show notes. But check out this one. It's Cinderella. I forgot I was usually not saying the name of them, but who cares? Doesn't really matter. Uh, you, this one has the, the kanji in it, so Manny would know anyway. Yeah. Uh, this is Cinderella. It is two pictures. Manny, what do you think of this? Uh, I, I think 
I think we can kind of gender this one on the, the she, her side. Um, uh, well, uh, it does have boobs and it is super pink. Yes. Uh, also his user is a lady. So, uh, and its name is Cinderella. So, you know, um, seems like a she, her stand if there ever was one. Uh, what do you, what do you think about, uh, Cinderella? Uh, okay. So the head. Okay. So it's, it's, it has like 1950s lady, uh, glasses on, mm-hmm. right? So I don't know. I, I'm not sure how to describe it. It's, it's got like insectoid features to it. I think like, like, like vaguely insecto- insectoid, insectoid features that you'd see like in a, in a, like Toriyama manga. That's what, that's what this feels like. Oh, I feel like it almost, feels, pretty it good. almost feels like, Hey, let's make a cell into a lady. I feel like you comparing as Jojo stand to Akira Toriyama, some of the highest praise we've gotten from you yet. Uh, okay. All right. I mean, if you want to interpret it that way, whatever you want. I, I do. I mean, Akira Toriyama, especially like his mecha design stuff, fantastic stuff. I love, I love his, his design work there. Uh, you, you can also notice it's a little bit hard to see, but in the first picture, she does not have legs. Just as like a, a beach ball for a torso. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. Okay, I thought it was just like popping in from under the purple blanket or whatever it is. Nope, just kind of ends there. No legs whatsoever for old Cinderella. Yeah, that's uh, fine. Also, that's, yeah. that's how it rolls. Yeah, they also got like a uh, a cool, uh, like a cone head sort of thing going on, like a bird cage almost. Uh, and so, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of one of the bits that I was seeing was kind of like cell. Yeah, little, yeah. little things in the head. Exactly. Uh, do you like the design? Uh, I, I don't like every time you ask me this question. Do I like, <laughs> do I like, like, like it is a design. Uh, it's, it's an intricate design. I can see how people would like it. There you go. Okay. All right. Thank you. I mean, you can say no, that, that's fine. You know, I'm, I'm not trying to bring negativity in here. Okay. This is not the comic book section. Okay. You, you would, you would hate. I, okay. I, I was I was thinking about like just if I started bringing a Marvel DC comic book section into this podcast, you would hate it. But then I remembered we read Robotech comics sometimes, uh, yes. which are much worse than those. Uh, what do you think this uh, lady does? Uh, the one, one thing you didn't mention that's of importance is the the things that are floating around Cinderella in the first picture. Do you see what that is? Yes, like like eye masks, but made out of actual eyes. Yep, like just like the face portion, uh, like. It's kind of weird, like, and I don't like it, but it looks like there's like, I don't, I don't want to say it, but you know, I'm going to say it. It just looks mm-hmm. like globs of cum back there. <laughs> I, I I hate when you got to say it, but sometimes you just got to say lobs of cum. I feel you. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you, uh, what do you think this lady does? What do you think her special standability is? Okay. So I'm looking at the, I'm looking at these, at these eyes floating around. Yeah. And, and, and it's related to the episode, of course. And it's related to the episode. And in the second image, it's what appears to be the user is doing some chicanery on a sleeping person. Yeah, I don't think she's sleeping. It's, it's consensual what's happening there. But she is doing some stuff. Hmm. Uh, related to something that happens in the episode. Okay, so... This might be me reading too much into it, but this has yeah. something to do with with how badly uh, Miria's eyes are drawn throughout the episode. <laughs> That's very funny, but no, it does not have to do with it. It, it is not 
a uh, what's like the wrestling term like a smark it's not like a smark thing i don't think that's the right term uh but it, it's not like an insider thing it's like an actual theme of a thing that happens in this episode uh okay so does it cause you to switch sides like the Zentradi soldiers? No, we already did that one. We already I mean, did like kind of like betrayal one. There's so many stands they can do multiple <laughs> like overlapping effects. No, I'll give you give you one more guess. What's 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 like the episode named after in Robotech, I guess. Does the, does it steal your virginity? Does it make you a oh, virgin again? No, it does not make you a virgin again. I'm not going to give this to you. Uh so this is Cinderella um, so I'm going to read you a very funny line from the Jojo Wiki. Thank you again, JojoWiki.com, for making this segment possible. To understand Cinderella, one must learn about physiognomy. Oh, God. I don't know how to pronounce that. You know, it seems like a word I should have learned how to uh, pronounce before I did that. Um, physi- physiognomy. Uh, you might want to ask Google how to pronounce that. What word Google? is it? Physiognomy. That's it. That's it. To understand Cinderella, one must learn how to pronounce physiognomy. Have you ever heard of that term before? Uh, I don't think so, no. It is uh, the practice of face reading. Thank you, wikipedia.com, for also making this segment possible. The practice of assessing a person's character or personality from their outer appearance, especially the face. The term can also refer to the general appearance of a person, object, or train without reference to its implied characteristics. Uh, So there's like a lot of like weird... Uh, like conspiracy, or maybe not even conspiracy, but like you know, like weird eugenics, like fake science that they had back in the day, like bloodletting for barbers and uh, like like weird stuff like that. The, the physiognomy is like one of those things where you can you know look into someone's face, and be like ah, I see your eyebrows are, are raised and your cheekbones are stuffy. That means that you're destined to die at 47. It's like that sort of thing, you know? Okay, that, that kind of sham stuff. I get it. Yes. Uh, Jojo Wiki describes it as a uh, pseudoscience placing significance on one's facial features. Uh, the user exposes her belief that the fortune of an individual depends at least partially on their face. Thus, by changing the face, specifically molding it into a joyful face, she can effectively alter their fate and even choose what kind of love life her clients will have. And so what she does is she can like take people's body parts and replace them to give them like special uh, traits in, in the case for like this usage here, uh, she gives a character a love face, which makes people fall in love with her. All right. Yeah. All right. Whatever. That's, that works. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. She can also like permanently replace a face sometimes uh, that just does like normal face replacing stuff. But uh, the main thing is like weird f- physiognomy stuff. Did she replace a face with like a, a face of somebody she knows? Yeah, yeah, she like, could she could do that. Duplicate people. Yeah, she actually she uses like a computer program uh, to help her with the stand. Okay. Yeah. What do you think about that ability? Pretty cool. Uh, I mean, it, it's based on sham science, so, <laughs> so it's not cool. But you know, I'll give it something. I don't know. I don't know what you want yeah. from me, man. <laughs> I just I just want reactions. I want to want to poke you with a little hot hot burning ladle, little spoon ladle, and want to hear you yelp. Yelp. That's what you thank got. Thank you. All right, thank you. That's what they call a Yelp review. Heyo. Cut that out. Cut that out in exchange. That's not good. That's not good. Let's go into <laughs> uh let's go into the show, Manny. Uh let's let's start with some some freaking summaries. Um I I, I was gonna say that. 
I bet if I had your face, I bet my dates would go a lot better. Mm. That's that's physiognomy. So let's let's get on to episode twenty five of Macross Virgin Road. Don't you just hate it when you're waiting for your hot date and when they get there, they run at you with a knife. Max is macrossing blades with Milia and defeats her for a third time. Naturally, the next scene is Max asking his, I was about to say Hiskaru, Hikaru for love advice. Who better to ask after all? Hikaru is totally not cool with human ex and trotty intermarriages, or at least that would be the case. But you see, Milia is actually a hottie, so that makes it okay. Naturally, the next scene is of the fabulous wedding with full military honors and a full 21-gun salute on Rainbow Road and is being broadcast out to space for the Zentradi fleet to witness. It's on this broadcast that Bertai learns about love. Seems like he wants to know more about this whole love business. The the pace of, of like going from th- this happens to this to that was pretty wild right here. Yeah, yeah. This is a amazing start of, of this episode. They're, they're really just schmoovin as they say just like in rainbow road yeah over at the wedding reception captain global gives a big peace speech and agrees to take in the zentradi defectors what a good guy also watching the broadcast is dad moral hey hayase who says they still need to fire the big gun what a good guy after the commercial break baldoza boldly declares they will destroy the earth and the sd1 yeah i got saving some some ink from your typewriter there, huh? I misspelled SDF. Right? <laughs> uh, sounds like Misa's dad to me. Forget all that, though, because Miss Minmay is here to sing a song about peace and love, and it's also being broadcast as the Zentradi fleet. Those loveless Zentradi have been ordered to annihilate the Macross, and so the attack begins. The Zentradi pilots are hella conflicted. Many of them are clutching their tiny Minmay dolls. Maximilia go out and cross the battle together, doing non-lethal takedowns left and right. This is it, folks. Zentradi pilots are now outright refusing to go attack the Macross. In our demand, Britai declares he's fire. They are demand, Britai declares he's fire. And he does. What a good guy. There's even some wacky Milia wife hijinks at the end as a nice little treat. Good episode. That was fun. Yeah. Did I leave I anything out here? Love it. Not nothing we'll get to in, in, in the other summaries though. Uh, I, I was gonna ask, do you like Rainbow Road as a cart in uh, as a track in Mario Kart? Um I mean it's, it's fine. It's fine. I uh, I like I can't I can't really remember any, any besides Rainbow Road is the problem. Uh, like, you don't I, remember I, the Donkey Kong one where they shoot you out of the big cannon? I definitely don't remember that. Oh, that one's cool. You don't remember the little baby one, whether it's like they give you seven laps because it's so tiny? No, the only other one I'm I'm even remotely able to recall is like the what do you call the the ghost houses? Are they just called ghost houses? Uh like Boo House or something? Something like that. Boo House, yeah. There's a spooky like, one like that? Yeah, there's a spooky one that has like pits and holes everywhere. Were you really playing like the SNES Mario Kart? Uh, I was the N64 Mario Kart. Okay, I see. Yeah, I play. I was mostly a double dash guy, and so I think that's the best one because it was the one I played as a child. Okay, good for you. So, good for you. Yeah, it's cool. So you can just be on a dude's back and like, you know, just have the like only throw items. That's all you got to worry about. Big responsibility. Uh, anyway, uh, 
let's uh let's talk about about Robotech. Uh check out check out my little summary. Uh hold on here. I uh gotta scroll all the way down here. Surely you like put them in reverse order so that the new one's on top. Do you think I can edit it to make me singing that song sounds really good and not really bad? I mean, you've got like the raw file. Just <laughs> auto-tune that baby up. You're good to yeah. go. I'll I'll find the button audacity that says like make good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just find the shortcut. Control M or something like that. <laughs> uh, episode 25, Wedding Bells. After the hot gaming flirting from last episode, Maximilian prepares to meet Miria for their first date. What he did not prepare for, however, is his doom. Miria bursts onto the date, knife in hand, and tries to kill him in an honorable duel to uh, gain her pride back. Is that, is that like the movie, How Miria Got Her Pride Back? Yeah, something like that. You, that that's the, you know the line I'm referencing? The, Maximilian, prepare for your doom! Yes. That was, that's yeah, that's, that's, that's in the opening of our, uh, our show. That whole fight had like the worst the worst like grunts and yells I've ever heard in like voice acting. Oh, it was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'll, 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 yeah. I'll put a little bit of it here. Uh, Throw some in here. It's good stuff. Huh? Ah! Ah! You're such a fool. Fight for your life. My life. But why do you want revenge? I have reasons. Yeah, we there's got, there's, we got there's one where like Miriam's actor just goes on. And, and like she's barely holding on to that yell. It's like, ah! <laughs> like, like some sort of opera going on there. Unfortunately uh, for her, is that is it? Unfortunately yeah, or- for her, she in fact loses so hard that all of her pride vanishes, leaving only a, perf- a perfect Deptford wife. Have you not heard that term before? No, I have not. Uh, we're we're learning we're learning a lot today about physiognomy um, yeah. and then Stepford wives. A uh, Stepford wife is uh, a generally used as a derogatory term for a submissive and docile wife who seems to conform blindly to the stereotype of an old fashioned servient role in a relationship to her husband. Uh, I, I did get like whiffs of that, but I feel but I feel like she's more mostly just like pretending to fit in. Okay, you think you think it's just like a full spy maneuver? Yes. No, 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 not mm. like spy, but like she's using spy skills to be able to, to, you oh, know. Oh, she's code switching. Yes. And into a Stepford wife. Didn't you get mad at me for using that term one time? Like you thought it was stupid? Uh, maybe. That sounds like <laughs> me. I, I definitely do think a lot of things you say are stupid. That is <laughs> hey, true. editing Shane, take that out. Say, say, make, make, find say, the place where he says good. A lot of things good. you say. <laughs> or, or none. Replace a lot with none. <laughs> I'll, uh, and then I'll, I'll fuck myself up by doing both. Uh, leaving only a perfect Stepford wife who agrees to marry Max instantly. Uh, well, first she has to know what marriage is because she asks, "What's what's marry?" Yeah, well, sure, That's I'll really do that. Good. Whatever, 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 Mary is, I'll do that. Really this is funny. why you never play video games with hot babes. That's true. Only only after you marry the hot babes can you play video games with them. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Max goes to ask the closest thing he has to a father. Rick Hunter. Mm. Yeah, I know. I feel the same way as uh, everybody out there. Rick. Rick. Uh, uh, to ask Rick permission to marry Miria. Uh, 
doesn't he say i would not give i would not give <laughs> my blessings or something yeah and then, and then max is like I, i'm gonna marry her whether you allow me to or not like I, dude she <laughs> that was never a contention he's not your dad uh, rick is a little unsure both because of the whole zentradi thing but also mostly because he's clearly just projecting his own romantic is- issues onto max uh and he calls him out on it and he's like no you're just not true you're lying <laughs> you're lying uh, once Rick sees how hot she is, he agrees immediately, though, even offering to uh, uh, help kiss the bride, which is kind of weird. Maybe, no, 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 no. <laughs> you have to read it, Manny. Uh, maybe he's planning to become a bull hunter, Rick Bolter. Is Manny, Manny not going to get this joke? Because Manny doesn't get this joke. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, I get the joke. What's bull hunter? Uh, well, well, it's more about bull. So in, in a cuckolding relationship, uh, the person who there's a like, brief Britai Exodor scene where they discuss <laughs> the power of love, and then it's off to the wedding. Henry Global gives the uh, worst fucking wedding speech of all time. We act really racist for a bit before swerving into a pro peace parade. Uh, that's that's not parade? a good setup. Uh, speech, <laughs> pro peace speech. Where did I see parade? <laughs> anyway, that is a terrible like setup for for a uh, for a swerve there. It's you, so can't, you can't just be racist and then say, no, but I'm not actually racist. I was just, you know, talking metaphorical racism is what I was talking about here. It does seem like something someone really drunk would do at a wedding. Like, not even that uncommonly. It was, it was very good, very good, but it was bad. It was bad. Surely, though, it's all good vibes from here. And uh, who's that? Minmay? With a new song. Oh, boy. I wonder if it's another bang. Oh, this. Uh, I'm I'm just gonna read what you wrote here because yeah, yeah. It's like, Aie. is that Aie? Yeah, that's Aie. Aie. This song sucks. It sucks. Hey, this song fucking sucks so much. Uh, maybe that's why this and try to decide to attack because this song was being broadcast out to him. Yeah, I'll I'll just put you know Ro- Robotech be damned, lawyers be damned. I'm gonna put the whole song right here. Listen to it. The whole song, you can do this to, to the people out there? <laughs> yeah, fuck them. Now that I'm sure I've found the man in my life, I spend the days alone chasing a sing a song dedicated especially to the wedding couple. Huh? This woman has a voice that can make a man feel sorrow. Oh, wow. Uh, well, I, I love you, listeners. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can... It, that it, It's because you didn't edit. That's why. Yeah, okay. Alright. Uh, Max and Miria, who have decided to go out in, their, in one ship together, uh, is this like the same one ship that, that uh... 
Rick had uh, Min May in in episode like one or two, the two seater, the two seater plane. I don't think so. I think it's just the normal like Max ship that is space back there. Uh, there's just he just had a whole other seat back there the whole time. Yeah, in case there was a hot babe that wanted to ride with them. Uh, let's see, Max and Maria, who have decided to go out in one ship together, also decide to do a pacifism run of war, a la Kira Yamato. I don't know, I don't know what that means yet because all I've seen is Kira do some uh accidentally bad stuff yeah he'll get there okay meanwhile the zentradi forces have become so culture pilled that there are huge revolts going on throughout the fleet forcing britai to agree to a ceasefire uh he doesn't use the word ceasefire in in robotech that's all i'm saying hmm what's Uh, what's the word he uses uh i don't know cuck okay Uh, proud of yourself yes (laughs) yes there's a ve- there's then a very funny scene where Mira fucks up making coffee in the kitchen. Rick, for his part, monologues about if he likes likes Misa or or not. But you know, like like likes. Yeah. You know? I'm uh, pretty sure that was a whole that's a whole new monologue in Robotech. I'm pretty oh yeah, sure no, he- no. He was just quiet in in. Uh, well, uh, he's like, oh, what am I doing here? Is this real? About you know, he was being incredulous about Max having a lady friend over there. Yeah. And, and, and then, then the just end, staring just off into space. Well, he, does say, he does say Lisa. He does say Lisa. Uh, or maybe her full name. Like Lisa Hayase at the end there. So. Full name and rank. Yeah. <laughs> Lieutenant Misa. Uh, uh, this episode freaking rocked. Uh, I love it. It's great. Uh, Manny, I I'm very sad you were you were spoiled that this marriage was going to happen, that you you'd seen some some stuff about it, uh, but before at some point during this this podcast, uh, it, it is very funny because it happens it like all happens in one episode, you know, like all the marriage stuff immediately. Yeah, like they pretty much just met. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, like there's just a date and then marriage. That's it. That's not, I don't even know if you would call that a date. Um, yeah, you're right. It's one video game, one murder, and then marriage, which I think we can all aspire to as like a good three. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think this was the most, uh, I, the term is only in my head because of the, the interview you showed me with, uh, what's the guy's name? Carl Masek. Carl Masek. This soap is the opera? most soap opera episode. Yeah. So yeah. It's this. It, I, I, like in a good way, though, right? Yes, yes, in a good way. Yeah. Uh, what What was your your reaction to to seeing them them get married like like this? That whole romance angle, man. The, like <laughs> the the whole marriage with like full military honors was wild. First you, off, I just I just want to say that I it's it's truly amazing. Like how much Manny is not kidding. I also wrote the same thing in my notes when they just make a rainbow road appear. And they even like drive down it in the little uh, VTOLs they have. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I said it's like a little bit, it looked a little bit like a, a trans flag too, which would not be very relevant for, for this very heterosexual, I'll say extremely heterosexual marriage that's going on here. But um, fan, fantastic. Uh, and I just like, I like to see Max happy, you know, because he's our little boy. Oh, criteria for him. Uh, I really, really like the guy that was like, "You don't have to go out for the combat, Max. Stay with your wife." <laughs> uh, that was a that was a bro move right there. 
And Max is like, me and my wife are going to go fucking kill people, dude. Yeah, we're going oh, together. I've got yeah. this two-seater. I've had this thing the whole time. It's finally going to be uh, useful. Extremely, extremely good Robotech line reading here. Not like intentionally so. But um, when Miria is explaining that uh, she she wants to go to the conversation, is it something along the line? I'll, I'll put it in here. Um, here. Let me see. Uh, she's like, I can fly these as good as any man. And then Max is like, no! I can fly these Robotech planes as well as any of your pilots. No! <laughs> that's, that's a good uh, counter-argument, Max. Yeah. Good rebuttal. Yeah. There's a lot of just very... There's a, a lot of very funny line readings. One, one you mentioned earlier, by the way, in, in the fight still, uh, maybe one of the best lines of the episode is when Max is like yelling at Miria why she's attacking her, and she just says, I have reasons! That was good. That was really that funny. Was good. Uh, uh, I, I do like uh, Macross Max was like, oh, this is for revenge? All right, then let's go. <laughs> when she said, like, this is for revenge. And he's yeah. just like, all right, let's go. Let's dance. Uh, Max, uh, sorry, um, Rick is a little bit weird in this episode, like in, in Robotech specifically, to, to be clear. Some of the, the line stuff around uh, the ending where he's just like staring into the camera and saying peace is important and stuff like that. That that's odd to me. Uh, no, even in the, in the final battle, like when, when, when uh, Max and Miriam were doing the non lethal takedowns and he's like, the time has come for peace. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking of. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. Weird. Not, not the guy I know. It's it's very funny too because in Macross, that is like such a, a really like legitimately nice character moment for him, and like like it's very it's very human, you know. Because we we make fun of him a lot on this podcast. Uh, we 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 make fun of uh, the incels out there, and you know we love you. Ninety percent of our audience uh, from from the emails we get and don't read are are unfortunately incels. Uh, we we love you out there. Shout out um, all those guys. Uh, we we that that's not true uh, on on any front. We we do make fun of Hikaru quite a bit for his uh, lady problems and his inability to, to help himself, uh, but he, this this bit here in Macross is really nice because it is him taking like a legitimate stand without like um, it being a, a huge big thing where he sees like Max is doing it and you know Max reports it like hey let's I don't we're not going to kill these people like sorry but don't deal with it and Hikaru's like no I get it like I think like we're I, I'm gonna I'm gonna try it too. Like he does it, and he, he gets a guy non lethally. He's like, yeah, this is the right way. Like we we shouldn't be killing these people. I've met a few of them; they, they're cool. Um, and that's like not even been a big like part of his character arc. Really, he's not like a like a learning that racism is bad sort of guy. You know, it comes up a bit. He's just mostly concerned about his own things. It's just like mm-hmm. a thing because like he's like at his at his core, he's like a, a good a good guy. You know, um, yeah, that, like, that's like really he, nice. he never wanted to be a soldier. You know, that's, yeah. That should that should be part of his character, but it he shouldn't be he shouldn't be like that weird uh it's time for peace guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's that's just so not not him in my eyes. Um right, let's uh what what else about, about this episode? The I guess the other big theme to to tackle other than the, the marriage, uh, which I, I guess so you you don't think you don't think she's like full? I I don't. know. Some of that Stepford wife stuff with Miria kind of gives me bad vibes. Um, in in, in either version of the show, I, I did I did not like it. I, I, I'm just trying to maybe justify it and, and hope that in like 
coming episodes, it'll it'll be true. Yeah, like at least she still fights. You know, like that's the thing. Um, like the real like worst version of this is if Max like, hey, stay home. She's like, yes, okay, honey, because like now I've activated my um feelings as a woman, and that means never fighting again. The fact that she still fights is you know stopping this from becoming the worst version of what that can be mm-hmm. uh it's still is it, a little bit much so that i think it's kind of funny rather than like horrifying um but she's like yeah all right i'll, I'll try i'll try this whole being a wife thing and I, I would like to read it in your way too where it's it's just like sort of a joke that she's like heard you know googled what is marriage and she saw pictures of like a wife she's like all right i'll try this out let's see how this goes <laughs> macross google Macross Google, McCrugal, as they say. That's what they say. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm, also, I'm really hoping that that this is not going to be Miria from now on. That's all I want. Yeah, I want more murder, Miria. Yeah, just her running at people with knives. Yes. Uh, so the other big theme of this episode is uh, like the big plot shit that happens. There's a a huge fucking cultural revolt. Oh yeah, it's 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 it. This is it. Like they like there was you know the twenties and trotty guys from before, but now this is like people throughout the fleet, right? Yeah, yeah. This is like a significant problem, and uh, Britai is like um, very reasonable towards it. Were you were you surprised at Britai's reaction here? I did not feel that 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 was going to be his reaction from how he's acted previously. Like mm-hmm. like the way the way he was acting this episode was 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 more more calm and understanding. To to what to what uh, his his men were going through or something through like the change that they were going through. Yeah, it was weird. It was weird. Uh, I think there's a lot even in, in Macross where where he's uh, looking at the uh, the wedding stuff happening. He, he says something along the lines of, "You know, like that's fine if they do marriage in in their culture, but I don't really see why Miria is doing it." Which I thought, yeah. like, wow, that's pretty progressive of you to say that. Yeah, he's like, oh, no, they should be executing her. <laughs> Is that progressive too? Let's go. Uh, that, that bit, not so much. You know, he's not saying he wants it. He's just like surprised that they're not doing it legitimately. Yeah, yeah that's what they would be doing. Yeah. Um, um, it is very funny that the Britain, like commander of the war guys, it's like, yeah, look, I, I get it. Different cultures are different cultures. Uh, he, he's been affected by the perfect culture himself at this point. I mean, he's he's watched, like, what was that movie called? Shao Pai Long? He's yeah. into it. Or A Little White Dragon. Depending. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a good movie, probably. Probably. Oh yeah, let me. Uh, I I was about to talk to you about this before the podcast, and I stopped myself because it was Brady Pod. Um, brief interlude about stuff that's not in this episode at all, but that we haven't really talked about as of yet. Uh, so my friend was uh, was watching, you know, Macross along with this, and uh, they got to episode twenty three, which is the one where the big cousin kiss happens, and they're like, "Oh, I'm really curious about how Robotech handles this because." Uh, you know, I think like very reasonably, you might expect that this is like a thing that they really shy away from or like they kind of censor, like, you know, the whole cousins thing in Sailor Moon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which, uh, a funny comparison because, you know, cousins are the problem here. You have to kind of uncousin them, in fact, to make this one better um, for the, the sensor beam. Uh, but something weird in Robotech is like they have the exact same attitude about cousins like in love with each other in a romantic relationship. The, that Macross does. It is like in terms of the 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 tone and vibe of it, and like the way that they speak about it, and the openness, and like how the characters react to it, it is like identical. 
right? Yeah, it's just carried over one for one. And like I was I was surprised too that there was no change there. Yeah, it's it's something you know, I guess it's weird. You know, we're always thinking about the changes that we don't have time to think about the the non-changes. But that's weird. Like you think that's that is something that somewhere along the lines, like like I don't know if they would do a whole like, hey, uh, Kyle isn't Minmay's cousin anymore because like they could do that, right? They, they could just say like, hey, Kyle is um like a family friend, and yeah. and I, I don't want to say you wouldn't lose too much, but like in, in terms of like readability of of the adaptation, I think it'd be a pretty easy change to do. But not with me not advocating for it to be clear, but yeah, no, like oh, he was just Minmay's childhood friend, right? That's exactly. Fine. Yeah, but they chose not to. They for for whatever reason. Um, so you know that's interesting that they, they did that. I guess it just also is not just that big a deal or controversial anywhere. I mean, well, none of us like it. So <laughs> yeah, it's it's just strange. I wonder if there's like any interviews where they they talk about that at all, or if that was like a controversial thing that was happening. When there's like a kind of a, a weird incesty love plot in in Robotech that just kind of carries on uninterrupted, um, maybe maybe it goes a different place than the Macross does, uh, but we'll have to see. I I'm gonna guess it probably doesn't. It's just just strange. Uh, I I do think my my favorite conversation about it is in Robotech. I, I mentioned a few episodes ago uh, where they're by the vending machine and Lisa and Rick are talking. And he's like, I think they'd like each other a little bit too much for cousins. Yeah. <laughs> okay. In, interlude over. Uh, back to uh, the culture stuff. What did you think of the big uh, culture revolution? All, all, all that stuff. Uh, I, I, I like, I like it. I, I need to see more of it. Like right now, it's just Zentradi's holding their little Minmay dolls. I want to see more. Yeah. Like, what, why, why, like, it, it's hard to. Uh, it's it's hard to see to to maybe feel it from them just holding little Minmay dolls. Like I guess I guess we're supposed to to believe that it's not just like the Blue Wind Gang that was like, hey, check out this Minmay stuff, man. This is real good yeah. stuff. I mean, they hold guns too. To be like, I, I think part of it, part of the the wording is that hey, there's like friends on, on that have already defected over there. Yeah, uh, and that's that's something that'll really bring people together. You you think like you think those those defectors are like sending back a whole bunch of like Minmay merch? Is that why everybody had a a tiny Minmay doll? Sending back some hot pornography. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, yeah, they they can probably get stuff over there really easy. Um, very very small point, but I was I was very surprised that they got like uh, Captain Global speech it gets broadcast both like to the Zentradi ship, but also to Earth at like in like live. Oh yeah, as he's yeah. giving it. Dad Morrow was watching. Uh, very, very funny. That, that's maybe he just like T-voted it. Maybe that's why he was turning it off and on. Uh, uh, but yeah, the fucking cultural revolution is cool as a shit. Yeah, uh, like they, they, they were like demanding Britai, hey, cease fire, and Britai gave in. Cool. Shout out to Britai. Good, yeah, good next door was like, uh, the, the Supreme Commander just doesn't want you to do that, and Britai's like, shut up, dude. I don't care about you right now, a little, little Exodore. Uh, he was he was very argumentative right, in in Robotech, right? Like he didn't. Oh, he yeah. was more. He was more going with the flow in Macross. It was weird. Yeah, he was he was a little bit ruder to poor little Exodore. Um. Well, uh, oh. There was there was a point where, uh, it made me laugh. That I think it was Robotech. 
uh, Bree Tai. He was listening to Min Mei sing her her song, and and he said the she has a, a woman that makes a man feel sorrow or something like that. Oh yeah, that's I, <laughs> very fitting for this song. Yeah. Oh, okay. I just giggled. I giggled from that. Yeah. Let's let's see here. Uh, so some other differences in the notes that I found. Um. So. Oh, uh, the they kind of remove a joke. So after uh, like the alarm bell rings, everyone leaves the wedding speech. There's like a kind of a, a manager guy, and then Matt Cross, he's like, "No, why do they have to be today of all days?" Uh, to, to to go and attack or ruin the party. And instead in Robotech, he's like, God, save us all. Or something like yeah. that. Because he he, he kind of like gets down to like praying position almost. Uh, when he, when he's being sad, that he's bummed out that the party's over. Yeah. So they're just like, oh, no, this guy's not sad about the party. This guy is just like praying to Robotech God. Yeah. Uh, no, this is not a change, but I'm... Uh, I'm still feeling bad for that third blue and guy that doesn't get a, a bridge girl hug. He, they, but he still has a he still has her. They're all they're all still together. They're in the I mean, they're, they're sitting in the same table, but they don't show the third guy getting hugged. We need that. We need that third guy. He's just not a where's my hug guy. Mm. He's not a touch guy. No, I, I think I think you can be a touch guy and not be a where's my hug guy. Those are two very different guys. In high school, I despise the "Where's My Hug" guy with all all of my hatred and sorrow. Uh, but but you know these hugs were pretty natural. There was no "Where's My Hug" about them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I I can't remember if it's the same guy that didn't get uh, a bridge girl bit last time though. I know I think it was Kim last time. Can't remember. Anyway. Uh, you want to talk about the the Max Klingon stuff? Oh, uh, I mean, he was just like down for battle, down for combat. It was weird. Uh, like when you were saying that uh, Robotech Max was like uh, a, when he was when he was going out to to battle, and Mira wanted to tag along. He's like, "Oh, but it's gonna be dangerous." And Macross Max was like, "Hell yeah, let's let's fucking die in combat together. Let's go." It's so funny. If we if we die in a battle together with you, I don't even mind dying, dude. I, I think Miriam says that, but it's it's great. Um, they're they're such a good couple. Very good. Uh, that you. scene okay. at the end is so fucking funny. It is like such a almost almost like a boomer sitcom, like an episode of the uh, the honeymooners with like less abuse, like in the, the phrasing of it. But I I thought it was really 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 good. Uh, it's, oh. it's uh it's like three good short little gags back to back to back and i liked it yeah uh, i suppose i like it in robotech like really understands the assignment uh where, where max is like oh boy i really am gonna get coffee at this rate uh yeah. every morning's gonna suck without having <laughs> coffee or whatever it was yeah very like, true like yeah. it feels like there should be like a xylophone playing behind him yeah um a lot of just great great scenes in this this episode the whole the whole fight in the marriage is like one of the best bits of anime that they, they, they've ever made um just just delightful and and stupid and fast-paced and just goes goes places at one billion miles per hour yeah like fast-paced uh, is, is like slow for for what happened here it's, it, it's delightful what a great scene 
Uh, yeah. Any um, any notes from from you specifically for for, for big changes or just notes in, in general? Uh, yes, my notes here uh, is just one word, uh, followed by three question marks. Canadians. Uh, I guess yeah, Ontario, right? Is that that's what they're talking about? I think so. I mean, they just said Canadians in in Robotech, but I guess I guess they're they're having talks with Canada, Canada, whatever. What do they call it in, in Robotech? Maybe the implication is that just like how Ontario is its own unique thing, like other parts of Canada have their own unique governments that might also take refugees. Uh, yeah, and, and like Canada seems to be like down with with taking people in because like they were just taking in the Macross last time. Now that they're considering taking in Zentradi. Yeah, they're, they're you know they're they're down to uh, to party. I'm anybody. gonna say probably not Quebec that's offering. No, uh, you know there's nothing left down there. It's gone. <laughs> uh wait it was ontario in quebec uh probably i don't know canada's big yeah canada canada's big sorry to all of our canadian incel listeners out there uh this this note here says hey this guy is just fucking the drums <laughs> the you know fucking the drums? no he's fucking the drums the the guy this guy like uh like right before the minmay uh song like we get like a little close up so uh, like of of the drummer and he he is like vibing he's just like maybe maybe he's like high out of his mind or something but he he is making love to those drums i feel like that's a real mark of a, a drummer uh, yeah. i played a little uh, little taiko drum game went out there arcade too that's fun oh those are good those are those are fun I yeah they got a lot of good anime songs on there that's what i like do they have the macro song no, I don't think I, don't, I think Harmony Gold would make stuff like that annoying somehow. They did have a, they do have like custom common rider songs. That's cool. All right, that's something. That's something. Um, last note here is although this is not a change, do you think? Do you think they're going to do anything, or was was it just like uh, world building that they showed a guy that uh, that was not happy with his entirety? The guy that kicked the water in the water fountain. Um, that he was yeah. not happy taking these Zentradi in. Yeah, I, I think I think like getting all the Zentradi in is going to be a little bit difficult culturally for some people, and that's what's uh, what's maybe being foreshadowed there. We'll, we'll see exactly how that that works. Uh, I do wonder. What do you think, Kaifun thinks about this? That's a, that's a good question. How long has it been since we've seen Kaifun? Did we see him last episode? Uh, maybe not last episode. We definitely saw him in twenty three. Yeah, that's when they were kissing, right? Something like that. Yeah, yeah, so that, that's where they were kissing. Okay, so I mean, he'd be he'd be down for peace, like he'd be down with with that that Captain Global speech. Uh, I don't know about the very first part. <laughs> I don't know about the the racist part, but you know, he'd yeah. be down. For- no, that's pretty much it. Yeah, uh, great, uh- fantastic episode. Yep, very, very good. Uh, pretty light on on changes, except for just like very funny vocal performances by by Robotech across the board, and that dreadful, dreadful song. Um, oh yeah, what was was the song even new in Macross for for Mime? I think it was. Yeah, did you like that one? It's pretty good. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Wait, no, wasn't isn't that the ending song she sings? It is the ending song. Yes. Yeah, but okay. it's like a, it's like a different recording of it. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, so that, that's pretty good. I, I did think like, Hey, where's my wife is when, when we were, when I was listening to it. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where's my, uh, it's my catalog of waifus so I can order. <laughs> Sky Mall, but for waifu. All right. Well, that sounds like that's about it for today. Um, yeah, I, I hope lis- listeners, if you're out there, I hope you get into a beautiful, heated gamer moment with a hot babe friend of yours. And, you know, she tries to kill you and then you marry her. And then you have your boss come in and give a really awkward political meeting uh, and, and all that. And it gets, uh, it, it gets a little bit much, but you know, it works all right. I hope, I hope that happens to you. Uh, you know what? I don't hope that happens to you. Okay. Meet somebody nice, meet them in a normal way, you know, go out. Don't ask somebody to marry you on the first date. It's my advice. What? Let's My agree advice. to disagree. Yeah. You know, us, us hosts, we can't always agree on everything. we got to have some differences <laughs> of opinion every once in a while. Well, I hope uh, you have a good one. Regardless, uh, thank you again for listening. And remember, I love you. You love me. And if so, would you want to marry me? Like right now? Why do you have a knife? Why do you have a knife? Why do you have a knife? Remember, Robotech is hosted by me, Shane, and my good friend, Manny. The intro music is arranged by me, sampling the Macross opening, a Robotech commercial, and Lifelike by Alexi Action. The podcast art is arranged by Manny, with the logo in particular made by Glory Designs. Our ending music is a mashup of My Boyfriend is a Pilot and My Time to Be a Star, arranged by Joshua Collin.